kind of have programs, uh, interview type programs, an audience participation program for one of those tonight uh, that uh, edify and entertain you. And we're going to talk about theaters tonight, uh, brick and mortar theaters like you have gone to since they invented the movies and drive-in theaters. And uh, I was just talking to our, my producer, John Sauter, who will keep us on the air tonight, and take your calls because you are the guest tonight. The audience is the guest. And I told John we were going to start out by saying, let's talk. Because uh, I, I feel like I want to talk tonight, and I feel like you should want to talk because maybe you have been locked in, maybe you have been quarantined, and this is a chance for you to uh, have somebody to talk to. The number is 919, of course, that's our area code, and it's 860-9783-860, and then those numbers work out to be WPTF, 919-860-WPTF. And don't be bashful and call, because we're going to talk about theaters. We want to know your experience with theaters. For instance, like when did you, when do you remember first going to the movies? That's the nostalgia part, because it was, the, the movies that you've gone to are like a lot of other things have, are different. And I love to tell the stories about going to the movies in Goldsboro because I went a lot. My mother loved movies. And she wanted to go to movies, and she couldn't afford a babysitter, so she took my sister and I. I have a sister who's one year younger than I am, and we, we were like twins. We went to the movies, and I saw probably movies I shouldn't have seen. I mean, they weren't the X-rated movies, but... Uh, and that was on Friday when we went downtown and walked all over the streets of Goldsboro. And then on Saturday, Kathy and my sister and I got to go back to the theaters, to the Carolina Theater, which was across the street from the other one. And that's where they had the the cowboy movies or Jungle Jam, a double feature, and uh, uh, what we call the continuing picture, which is what you would call a stereo. And... Uh, there was usually sometimes a short. That would be something like Laurel and Hardy or The Three Stooges, a comedy short, and inevitably the cartoon. And I always hoped it would be a Bugs Bunny cartoon, and uh, a lot of times it was, but there was Popeye and, and uh, Daffy Duck and Tweety Bird and, and Sylvester and lots of other things. And all of that cost the wonderful sum of nine cents. You, you wonder why I think movies are a miracle. There was no TV, of course. And... Uh, Sometimes they would have movies that would have radio stars in them so you could see what they looked like. Uh, I remember going to a movie once that had uh, Charlie Mc... no, not Edgar Bergen, who was the live person. Charlie McCarthy was his dummy. Uh, for those of you who do not know, in the next generation, that's Candace Bergen's father. Uh, and Charlie McCarthy was her brother, in quotes. Uh, in other words, he was the dummy. Uh, uh, and ventriloquist is what we're talking about, of course, and and Fibber McGee and Molly, which was one of the most popular shows on NBC in the 1940s, uh, got finally to see what they looked like. What we discovered, too, is that, that Molly did a lot of the voices, not only her voice, but other voices, too. That's something you couldn't see on the radio. But that was the wonderful thing about the movies. If you're not getting ready to push the buttons on your telephone and tell me about the movie that you went to in Selma or Smithfield or or uh, Kinston, or Siler City, wherever you can hear us. It might be somewhere in South Georgia, Brunswick, Georgia, for instance, with our 50,000-watt signal. The 680 signal on AM goes that far. And you can also hear us, of course, that allows me to tell you this, 
on the 98.5 FM. Tom Kearney, then, with uh, the Tom Kearney Show for Thursday night. I believe, let me look at the computer here, it is uh, July 30th. You will be interested in this. Well, you probably won't be interested, but I, I read the clock because I do these broadcasts from home off of my computer, and I want it to be precise. And it says my clock is off 1.478 seconds because I'm getting a clock that's coming sort of indirectly from the Bureau of Standards, but I'm off about one and a half seconds. So if we don't hit it right on the head, that, that will be the reason why. It's 1.478 seconds ahead of the time that it is uh, at the National Bureau of Standards. But we're talking about movies tonight. We're talking about the movies in the, in the buildings downtown, the one that says, in a hot summer day in downtown Goldsboro, like when I was young, uh, 20 degrees cooler inside because the movies were movie houses were one of the first places to get air conditioning. It was one of the ways of enticing people into the movies. John, by the way, if somebody pops up on your screen, if somebody uh, calls on the phone, let me know, and so I won't keep them waiting. Okay, and uh, I hope John saw or heard that. If you want to call, it's 919, and we need for you to come on with the green light, 919, area code 860-9783. And tell us about, let's talk about the movies. I need someone to talk to tonight. I've, I've been sitting around the house uh, all day reading, and I need to talk now. It's time to get the voice warmed up and get going and talk about movies. And I got to thinking, well, Stephen, my brother, and I had a program on Tuesday night, and you could have been listening in this in this slot, where we talked about what is going to happen to the brick-and-mortar movies, the movie chains, uh, because of the way that movie material is being delivered differently, uh, streaming, uh, DVDs, uh, cable, whatever, and also the fact that uh, the coronavirus uh, has hit the movie houses. They've been closed, because that's where we're a place where people gather together a lot, and, and uh, it wasn't possible, it hasn't been possible under the rules in most places for movie theaters to open. So uh, is there a future for the movie theater? And uh, we talked about that on Tuesday night. I don't know that we came up with an answer, but we at least explored, explored some of the questions. Stephen follows entertainment uh, uh, stuff much more than I do, and he knew a little bit more about it. I didn't tell him we were going to talk about actually going to the movies as a, as a, a nostalgic event that is in the past. But movies are one of the universal experiences historically uh, for most of us. Almost all of us have gone to the movies a lot, and we are familiar with those people. It's something that we can talk about. And that's what I want to do is to talk about not necessarily Catherine Hepburn or Jimmy Stewart or somebody like that, and whether you enjoyed the movies. We certainly have done that, and we have a lot of trivia programs about the movies, but we can talk about the experience of going to the movies. 919-860-9783. Anybody on the phone, John? Tom, we have Jim. Jim. Okay, well, let's take Jim and let him be the seed caller, and we'll get him just before it's time for us to take a break. Jim, good evening. You're on WSM. Hey, Tom. Where are you calling me? You sound like you're in a car. Well, I'm on the highway. You're on the highway. Where, where are you driving to and from? Driving from Rocksburg to Raleigh. Okay. Now, tell us about your movie experience. Well, 
I'm from Raleigh, and I'm a native from Raleigh, and uh, I remember we used to have five theaters, the Capitol Theater, the Palace, the State, the Lake, and Ambassador Theater. Right, which one was the one that showed the cowboy movies? The one that showed cowboys, well, they all did at one time or another, but... The Capitol Theater was primary place for cowboys. And uh, once in a while they'd have a real cowboy on stage. Tex Redder, Lash LaRue. Lash LaRue. Yep, old Lash, he came to Goldsboro and I was walking down. Uh, anybody from Goldsboro would know Walnut Street one day near Smith Harbor, and there was Lash out there looking like a regular human being. I'm having trouble hearing you, uh, uh, Jim, so... You better. Yeah, if not, what we'll ask you to do is wait till you get a little bit closer to... Uh, I think you got... Is that better? It's a little better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me one time that the Capitol Theater was a three-stick theater. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. There was a guy, and he said that he used to go to cowboy movies there, and you had two sticks, three sticks when you went in, and you took two of them to, to put under the seat because the seats were all broken. Uh, and you kept the seat up so you could sit down, and you used the third stick to beat the rats off so they wouldn't get you. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have remembered it, so it was a good story anyway. Well, it was an old theater, but my first experience going was between eight and nine years old because we could walk downtown from where I lived and that's when Raleigh didn't have any suburbs. Yeah, at that time Raleigh didn't have any suburbs. You're right about that. What, what street yeah. did you live on? I'm sorry, Rod. What street did you live on? Salisbury. Ah, right. You could go right straight downtown there. Yeah, I'm a I'm a mill mill son boy, oh. a mill worker son. Up up near Halifax, then, right? Yeah, Pilot Mill. Right, somebody is, is playing with the phone and trying to dial it. We're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to let you go, Jim. And uh, give us a call sometime some other time, and we'll talk about the movies, John. John. I'm here, Tom. You weren't playing with the telephone, or I don't mean playing with, but it sounded like somebody was trying to dial a number. No, I didn't do, yeah, do anything. So, uh, that's, we've got to try to figure out. I'll draw your attention to it on the air simply because we don't have to watch that. Well, Jim was uh, our seed caller tonight. We can talk about the movie houses that you went to, but I particularly want to know uh, wherever you are in, in uh, this part of the world, or indeed it, it can be anywhere, what... Uh, did you go to a drive-in movie, and what was the experience like? I can remember there were, remember there were three drive-in movies in my hometown of Goldsboro, and I will tell you a funny story about one of them when we come back. Tom Kearney here, the Tom Kearney Show. It is Tuesday night, July 30th. One of the things you're going to want to do is stay tuned to uh, WPTF uh, uh, Throughout the weekend, you should do it all the time, of course. But I'm just underlining it now because we have uh, we're going to have a hurricane uh, of some sort somewhere.
near here, let's hope not too near. It's too soon to know exactly where it's going to go, but you'll want to keep up to date, and uh, and we'll we'll help you do that. Uh, I think they're saying it could be in our environs by Monday, uh, but it will exactly where it will be along the coast. They're not sure of yet. So take that radio with, with you, or you've got it in your automobile. It's, it's always there, uh, AM 680, as it has been for almost 96 years, and uh, the the FM signal at 98.5. John, who who is the first caller we're going to have here? We're going to take Jay from Fayetteville. Jay from Fayetteville. Jay, good evening. You're on WPTF. Good evening, John. Uh, good to talk to you. Hope you're well. I'm 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 well. I'm I was not well at one time, but I am I'm well now, and I'm I'm glad to hear you. And uh, I think we've talked before. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have usually on Fridays when I like to, you know, guess your movies or whatever your trivia is, uh, or your songs or whatever, but, uh, yep. We'll do some of that, some sort, tomorrow night. I I got to where I like to decide, or or I don't know whether I like to, but I do decide what what kind of trivia we're going to do at the last moment. Uh, I'll bet you're not a native Fedvillian. I I am not a native whatever you just said. (laughs) I, I, I had to work at that, too. I'm not even sure it's right, but... But 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 because of the military, there are a lot of people in Fayetteville who are not natives, you know, and uh, and it has grown. But uh, where did you grow up watching movies? Uh, well, the story I was going to share with you was from the town where I graduated high school, which was in New Jersey. And um, what I was going to share was the time I I took a girl to the movies. And they had just come out. I didn't go back as far as some of the things you were talking about, but this will go back to when the rating system was new. They had come out with starting to rate movies by its content with R's and G's and X's and stuff like that. And um, I had asked the girls to go to the movies with me to a movie, which was R at the time. And she was 16. I was 17. And uh, we weren't sure exactly how it worked, but we... We were aware of that under under 17, you could only get into this movie, which was MASH, by the way. This was when uh, the movie MASH first came out, and it was rated R. Um, and you could only get into the movie if, uh, if you're under 17, if, if accompanied by an adult or guardian. And um, I, I didn't think they'd really enforce it. Um, but we got up there, and uh, the uh, very stern... Uh, very old, very, very, uh, you know, look down her nose through her eyeglasses at you and kill you with a with a look kind of lady behind the uh, behind the glass taking selling tickets. Um, basically, asked for IDs and uh, she found out that I was 17 and I could go in, and that um, my girlfriend was 16 and she could not. I explained that I was I was 17, so I was her guardian. And this very, you know, uh, Marine platoon sergeant kind of lady uh, wasn't having any of that. So what we did is we got out of line. I found a kindly-looking couple. I kind of explained the situation to them. I gave them the money to buy my girlfriend a ticket. So uh, they were they were friendly and helpful, and they did. They bought bought a ticket for the two of them and used my money to buy her ticket. And then a few minutes later, I got back in line and bought myself a ticket, and I was now known to be 17 to this lady, but the, but the look she 
gave me would, would you know, would, would melt the refrigerator. Uh, just that I was going in to see the movie, obviously, without my girlfriend, who was underage at that point. But we did both get in, and we, we saw MASH when it was, uh, when it was a new movie. Well, I, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, of course, that you two got, got together on what you got inside, so to speak. And, uh, uh, well, we've, we've gotten together now for 44 years. Oh, uh, my yes. goodness. Oh, that, uh, we, I, we would have to think about this now, because if you let people do this kind of thing with the tickets, look where, where you end up. Now, I'm just pulling your leg, of course, here. But I did want to tell you that doing a little research today, I found out that the first drive-in theater officially, uh, you know, of the sort we knew, uh, was actually in New Jersey, opened in 1933, I think. During it was probably during the Depression when they wanted to, they were doing try, anything to try to make money. And so, but uh, New Jersey has the claim to the first drive-in theater in America. Well, we had a drive-in theater. Uh, I'm sure it was not the first on, on the U.S. highway in town. And I, we went there. I don't I have no particularly interesting stories about that. Uh, like a lot of teenagers, I. Don't remember any of the movies, and don't remember if I actually saw any of the movies there. Well, uh, you know, if you're going in with your date to the movie and you don't remember the movie, you get the drift of this conversation, don't you? Uh, so and, we, and we've been together for 44 years. Well, it, yes, it, I, it turned out all right, then. It turned out all right, and so uh, we'll let you off the hook tonight. But but thank you for for sharing your experience with us, um, and uh, I hope you will. will Join us again. There is not a drive-in movie in Fayetteville, but I'm sure, sure there are other screens, although they're probably closed now because of the yeah. co- coronavirus and so on. But it's always yeah, good to have a, a, a listener in Fayetteville. I'm going to give you a piece of trivia. You may already know this, but Fayetteville was the first town named in America named for Lafayette. Yes, sir. Thank you. I thank you. I shared that once, once in the past. Well, I, liked it. I, I didn't learn it, uh, that it was the first. I knew that it was named for Lafayette, but I didn't learn it until two or three years ago. And I guess I'm just proud of knowing it, and I want to, want to share it. Well, uh, and I learned that from you, so thank you for that. Okay. Well, if it's on the test, you have to share the money with me now. <laughs> okay, I'll split it 50-50. <laughs> Thanks for being with us tonight. Have a good day. Uh, fun with a guy from Fayetteville who's been married 44 years, and... and he got in with his date when she was 16 and he was 17. And they didn't want to let him in, but he was ingenious. He was clever. And John, did you tell me there was a guy named Floyd? Uh, we have a guy named Floyd. Uh, we can probably take him for the for a minute or two, and then we'll have to take the break. And we, if he wants to hang on, we can. All right, we got take about two minutes left. Okay, Floyd. Good evening. You're on WPTF. Uh, good evening. Yeah, I don't have but about two couple minutes anyway. Okay, well, we'll save you uh, yeah, if we want to. I kind of okay. like, like Jim, not quite as uh, the, the old theaters thing, but um, I grew up in Chapel Hill, as not many of us native ones left anymore. Uh, but we had two theaters there, oh, uh, the Varsity. Across right, the yeah, from each other, right? Almost, almost. yeah. Uh, Varsity, and then up the street and is actually where Top of the Hill is now. I think is uh, was the Carolina, and I think every big town had a Carolina theater. Well, Goldsboro did my hometown. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, but I remember just a few things, uh, kind of like Jim. The first uh, 
date that I had, we went to the Carolina to see American Graffiti when it came out. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you saw it. That's a great Lord, And I watched it, watched that's it constantly gr- ever since. That's a great um, movie, yes. Yes, and then at the varsity, I remember going and seeing when the fence-around craze came out, uh, and where they had the great big speakers in each corner of the theater, and going to see Torah, Torah, Torah. Oh, uh, yeah, good one to get and, good sound, too. Yeah, and of course, every time a bomb went off, the whole theater shook. But um, my youngest experience was actually coming to Raleigh with my parents and sister to go, and I think it was the Carolina Theater downtown in Raleigh. Floyd, uh, Floyd, and Floyd, can't you hold on for a couple of minutes? Well, no, I need to go anyway, but uh, to go see the sound of music, that was it. Okay, you probably saw that at the Ambassador, if you saw it in Raleigh. Yeah. Maybe so. It was the, the, the 35 millimeter, but thank you for joining us. Yes, sir, thank Call again sometime. Okay. Joe Rivers used to say, that is, let's talk. So let's talk about movies tonight. Movies, theaters, actually, not movies. Not the stuff you're watching, but the place you went to watch it and what kind of place was it like. And, and in particular, here's a trivia question. I want to know if you know, and you can't look it up. Never, You never can look it up on this program. You can't use your machine. You can't use your, your, your PC or your Mac. You can't use your book. You've got to know this. And you can guess. There's nothing wrong with guessing. But how many operating, according to what I could find on the web, how many operating uh, drive-in theaters are in North Carolina right now? So we want to talk about drive-in theaters. There used to be three in my hometown, and uh, I still haven't told you the funny story about one of them, but we'll do that. But, uh, John, what did you say our guest? Uh, is uh, uh, our next caller is Chris. Chris. Chris, good evening. I'm losing my mind here, talking too much. What's on your mind tonight? Good evening, John. I really enjoy listening to your show when I drive home from work. Okay, where are you? Where do you drive from? Uh, usually from Raleigh to Uquaverina. All right. Okay, that's good. I just I, I suffer from terminal curiosity, so I just like to know things like that. But thank you. That's I usually tell people, you know, check in while you're coming home from choir practice or driving home from work or shopping or whatever. Tell me about your movie experiences. So I grew up in Oregon. Um, so my movie experience is from there, um, but the first movie experience I remember is going to the drive-in movies with my mother and father and my sister, and we would sneak in a large pizza and some Coca-Cola in bottles, and we would park at the drive-in early, and they had a playground underneath the screen. So we would play at the, on the playground until the movie started, and then we would all get into the back of our pickup truck under some blankets and watch scary movies from the 80s. Did you say you had to sneak the food in? Yeah, we had to sneak yeah. our pizzas in. Yeah, that's what I thought, because they make a lot of money on concessions. Yeah, yeah, we would get some hot pizza from the local pizzeria and uh, sneak that in with some Coca-Cola. And, and did they have the uh, the speaker on the, on the pole or... You know, after yeah. some number of years, they've had it now so you can listen to it on your car radio. Yeah, that was when they had it on the big um, speaker that you would attach to your window. Yeah. 
And the thing that always happened is you'd start to drive off and you'd forget to take it off and you'd end up yanking the wires loose. <laughs> oh, that's true. I can remember doing that. Yeah, the fan. The, the, there were two or three things that went on at the, as I remember it, at the drive-in theater. You, just the family going, you know, like you just described, a bunch of kids trying to see how many they could get into a car because a lot of places you paid the, the price for the car. Yeah, by the car. Yeah, by the car. And then there was when you were with your girlfriend and and you. There were usually just a couple of you then, unless you were double-dating, yeah. and we won't talk about that, this being a family show. <laughs> you know, um, I would like to take a guess at your trivia question, too. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess three uh, uh, operating dragons currently. Well, you're not right, So, and I want to get a couple more calls on this, but you're close. It's not, it's not many, and uh, I had to look it up today, and uh, apparently... Uh, there, there are, uh, well, I almost said the number. If I keep talking, I'll, I'll screw up. But three is not the correct number. But there were three. While I've got you here, I will use you for this. I will make you my foil. There were three in my hometown of Goldsboro, which at that time had about 25,000 people when I was growing up. And one was the Airview and one was the model. And I can't remember the name of the other one, but the Airview was near one of the base gates at Seymour Johnson. You know, the Air Force Base is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had been there a long time, and that's the one I think that, that my family, my family didn't do much stuff like that. My father was kind of cranky, and he didn't like to do stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, but my mother would have taken us to the movies every day if she could. Uh, mm-hmm. But we, we did go out there a couple of times. But during, uh, if you live in North Carolina, uh, we were talking about hurricanes earlier. There is what we call the benchmark hurricane, the one that all the other ones have to be compared to. Now, I don't know if you've been in North Carolina long enough to know the name of that hurricane, but her name was Hazel. And she showed up in October of 1954 and just about blew everything away. Mm-hmm. In fact, she blew the screen down at the oh, Airview no. Theater. Okay? And they had a picture, and it was sent out nationwide by Associated Press of the sign that said what was on at the movie when it blew the screen down. Now, you want to guess what was on? Gone with the wind. Exactly. I swear it's true. It was gone with the wind. And they they were able to get a picture of the the thing that, you know, displayed what's showing against the background of the screen that had been blown down. But uh, uh, that's that's one of my best Goldsboro stories yeah, what a what a coincidence there. Yeah. What a great timing for that photo. The screen. Do you remember any movies you saw at the, at the drive-in? We used to watch scary movies. So that was um, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. You're fairly young then. You're not an old geezer like I am. Then. I, I'm, I'm uh, just turned 45 yesterday. Well, that's young. Isn't Jamie Lee Curtis in one of those? Halloween. Is she, the one she's she's in the Halloween ones. Yep. Yeah. I I I I listen to scary movies, scary things on the radio because I'm old enough to remember when we didn't have television. But I never I never watched many of them at the movies. I would get scared, and I figured yeah. why tease myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping that um, the answer to the trivia question is a lot more than three because. I'm looking forward to taking my beautiful daughter, Julia, and her beautiful mother, Jennifer, to a drive-in movie um, during COVID so we can get out and do something fun. 
Well, there's, there is one of the ones that is open. John knows about this, our producer, uh, is in Henderson, which isn't that far from Raleigh. Uh, and the, let's see, the other ones are in the central part of the state or near Charlotte. There were three of them are near Charlotte, and one of them is north of Winston-Salem in a place called Eden, and the other one is in Henderson. So uh, that gives us something to look forward to. Yeah, you you could, uh, and and uh, according to the web, they are they're still open and showing movies. But I I will I will say this, and if I forget it, you call up the call up and uh, tomorrow night and, and threaten me or something, and I will tell you the answer. <laughs> there, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your great show, John. Love to listen. Okay. Yeah, right. That's the kind of listener we need, John. We ought to record what he just said and let the boss hear it, make sure that he knows that uh, we have listeners who enjoy the program. John, has anybody else show, shown up while we were talking? Uh, no one else right now, Tom. Okay, if you've just tuned in, we're talking about movies, but, but not about the movies, about where you go to see the movies, about the experience, about brick-and-mortar movies, which are, to some extent, threatened. Uh, Stephen and I did a program on that on Tuesday night, and I thought, well, you know, that's something I'm kind of nostalgic for. I love to go to the, to the Carolina Theater in Goldsboro, and it was an interesting theater because it was where the... It was right across the street from the Paramount Theater, which once had been owned by the Paramount Studios. And it's, the Paramount Theater is still there, but I, I don't know if it shows movies now, but it is a theater. It's a, and they have live-action programs. They have you know theater, as in Broadway theater and that kind of thing. They've, they've kept it alive, and it's a, a really fantastic place, I'm told. I don't get back there to go see it, but I, uh, I do know that it, it's well thought of as a something to do. The theater actually had shown movies, and I think it was just about to quit doing that if it had not done that. Uh, and, it, and it burned, but instead of uh, giving up on it, they decided to reconstitute it. And the local leadership in my hometown got, got their act together and uh, created something that was really nice for the downtown of Goldsboro. And one of the things that that uh, towns of that size, and indeed towns other than really big towns are doing, is struggling to keep their downtowns uh, viable with uh, people going mostly to shopping centers and that sort of thing. Well, the Carolina Theater is where I like to go. It was the cowboy movie theater. It was interesting as a historical thing uh, for those who were not there. It was uh, a, a theater that had two entrances in the front, uh, and, and the ticket selling place was between them. Uh, and the one person sold tickets to the people who went into the right and the people who went into the left. Now, the people that went into the left went upstairs and sat in the balcony. You bought a ticket just for the balcony. And the reason was that was where the segregated theater existed. And it was an anachronism, and it would disappear. Uh, but it is something that... Uh, one remembers as a, as a little bit of, bit of history. Perhaps one would not would rather not remember it. But in any case, uh, but the, the African American people sat in the upstairs in the balcony, and there was never any dropping of drinks down on the the white people who were sitting downstairs. But that's where you went to see the cowboy movies and the Jungle Gym and the Tarzan movies and and things like that. And, and, and the things that I talked about earlier, where you saw the the, the cartoon and the, the uh, the uh, continuing picture, which was uh, uh, the serial. I usually had 12 or sometimes 15 episodes. One of the things that uh, uh, Indiana Jones 
the movie sort of patterned itself after when it came out. But it was a long time ago, and it was far away. And but in the 50s, I spent a lot of time. There were a lot of movie theaters in America, particularly after World War II, and North Carolina had a lot. And most of the movie theaters, some of them sold A-grade movies. We talked about The Ambassador in Raleigh. That would have been the Paramount in Goldsboro. That's where The Sound of Music would have been. And Lawrence of Arabia, Dr. Shabaka, the big screen movies. And then there were movies that showed uh, B-movies and some A-movies. And in Goldsboro, that would have been, the, I think, the Wayne Theater. So showed some A-movies and some B-movies. But the Carolina Theater was, was B-movies and kind of movies that young people would go to see. At one time, my next-door neighbor was the ticket taker, and you can imagine that I took advantage of that and saw a lot of movies. But my mother liked to take us to movies, too. But uh, the Carolina Theater was the one that I liked to go to. There were three downtown, and that was one of the things that's nice about the downtown. I like when towns have been able to preserve their, their downtown. Uh, we're talking about movies. I've just been going rambling on about my hometown of Goldsboro and the three movie theaters that were downtown. There were three, at one time, drive-in theaters. Tell us about your movie-going experience, where you went, where the theaters were like, where they were, 919 Gene from Wendell. Gene from Wendell. Okay, we try to take people usually in the, the, in the at the point that they they uh, came in. Gene, good evening. You're on WPTF. We've got about three minutes. Okay, I have never told this to anyone. <laughs> I grew up on a farm down at Bentonville, not far from Goldsboro. Right. We did not go to movies. All we did was work. My aunt took me and my cousin to the Howe Theater in Smithfield to see Bambi. Now, this was a big deal for me. She bought me popcorn to drink. I was just amazed at being in a movie theater. And I had to go to the bathroom, and I was scared to death to say anything to interrupt anybody from looking at the movie. So I sat right there and wet in my pants. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought you would get a kick out of that. Went back to the house. So, um, <laughs> when the movie was over, I tried my best to turn, you know, where no one would see me, see my pants. But that was my first experience, and that was a big deal for me. Now, um, when I got older and got a driver's license, I went down to that movie theater at Goldsboro, the one on the main street, and saw Elvis Presley. And I think it was that movie, was there a movie called Girls, Girls, Girls? Indeed there was, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I saw. Okay, now I remember the drive-in Howe Theater at Smithville on Highway 301, but I didn't ever actually go to, to see a movie there. And my third experience was... Um, I had an older aunt. She lived up around Boykins, Virginia. And my mother and my other aunt went up there to see them. And my aunt told her um, 
middle daughter to let me go to the drive-in movie with her and her boyfriend. Now, I'm sure she didn't want me tagging along with those two. But that's, I went with them. I think it was, it had to be either at a Husky or Murfreesboro. Right. I can't remember just across which the line, town. I think, in Virginia, if I remember. Uh-huh. Right. But that, that, that's, I've never been much of a moviegoer because all we did was work. Well, but I, I thought you would get a kick out I, of that. I, I, did, I, I, never, I never told my aunt, I never told my parents about that experience. Yeah, now they know. Now I'm going to have to stop you now because I want to give our other client a chance. Okay. But we'll talk about this again sometime. Okay? I enjoy your program. Thank you, Jean. Bye-bye. And uh, I think, John, you said Ken was on the line. Ken, how are you this evening? Well, tonight, Tom, I just wanted to relay... Uh, the most frequent movie theater I went to was the Ambassador Theater on Fayetteville Street. My dad was the manager of the Tom McKinn shoe store next door. So every now and then they might even let me in free. But uh, we lived in Raleigh starting in 1951. So uh, there was a the state theater over on Salisbury Street, uh, the block before the WPTF studio used to be. And then there was a theater on uh Fayetteville Street, The Wave or The Wake. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I think it may have been The Wake. I went to movies at The Ambassador, and I can't remember which one, but Mrs. Kearney and I went when we were dating, and we went to see Deliverance at the at the state, and the print was so bad we got up and left. You know, they kept, <laughs> kept breaking and everything. So I, and well, I, I enjoyed to... Sound of Music several times, and also there were three drive-ins, the center drive-in over near Garner, and the Forest drive-in pretty close to where you are now in High Woods and then the tower over in Tower Shopping Center on Newburn Avenue. And I yeah, there used to be one near the 401 split that in its last days they showed porn movies on it and they put well, up lights uh, so you couldn't see them from the highway. Uh, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Well, I used to go to Goldsboro a lot and that's the way you, before the interstate, you know, the, the what am I trying to say, came along uh, you came in, that's the way I came into town, and, there, and all of a sudden all these bright lights would be shining, and I would say, what is that? And it was the effort to keep us from seeing the X-rated movies. that were. Oh, on. yeah, they had bright lights up there to keep yeah. that. Well, Ken, I'm going to have to slip slide away, but I'm all right. Well, it's nice that I, I'm going to be up in Philadelphia next week, so I'll listen while I'm up there. I, I hope you can get us. Okay. All right, thanks a lot, Tom. Thanks, Ken. Right, bye-bye. Uh, an old friend of ours, Ken, on news on uh, WPTF, I'm trying to look at my clock now, John. Uh, how much time have we got if we want to get out at 57.50, John? Because I, I got rid of my clock here, and I can't. You got 40 seconds. Uh, 40 seconds, okay. Well, I will, since we did not promo, I will say that tomorrow night we will have trivia, and coming up next week we're going to uh, have some interesting programs. We're here every every weeknight uh, from 9 until 10, live in real, in real time, and Probably on Monday night we'll be taking uh, taking uh, account of the hurricane, and I want to remind you they think it will be a, a class one hurricane if it comes along the North Carolina coast. Just how close it gets, they don't know. But that's why you need to stay tuned to WPTF so you can find out. Again, tomorrow night we'll have trivia as usual on Friday night.